welcome, welcome, one and all, to yet another episode of Bombarded, <laughs> episode eighty-five. One. Wow, wow. <laughs> we're still here. Amazingly enough, surprisingly enough, that last session took it out of all of us. I think well, <laughs> maybe more so than some. Uh, yeah. Speaking of NPCs, but we'll get there. Yeah, uh, right. Yeah, we'll <laughs> we get, get there. there. Well, yeah. Speaking Ooh. of last episode, I'm gonna recap that last episode a real quack. Um, <laughs> so we started off. Y'all were inside of the instrument. You made your way through some of the piping, the maze-like piping. Uh, you went through a couple rooms that had puzzles in them, just kind of like, okay, yeah, cool. Uh, <laughs> moved on. Um, of course, you saw the shade version of Yashi and Razzle, and uh, after going past those rooms, you got to a trash room, got attacked by what's called an Otiug. What, that's what was in that? Monster Manual. Otiug. Oh, that's like a real monster? Oh, that's yeah, cool. yeah, it's a real monster. Uh, they, they eat trash. That's why they were trying to eat you three, so. Oh, yeah. Got him. Took me a moment, but I got him. All right. But after leaving that room, running away very, or floating away very quickly because you're all misty bodies. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, you did a water bomb. Oh, yeah, yeah. we did. That happened. We broke some of the organs. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Some, <laughs> of, these, some of that doesn't work work now, but, uh, <laughs> but you continued on and eventually found yourselves into some of the uh, tighter piping of the organ, and uh, which led into a, a room where you encountered James Vandersneak and Rhiannon chilling there talking about, you know, things that had happened in, like, the most recent moments, and uh, it was here that Randy noticed Joby polishing Rhiannon's boot. <sighs> Man, and, like, watching Spurrier's face when that happened was like watching, like, a cat or dog's animal instinct take over, you know? And they just, like, <laughs> flip into like feral mode and they're like ah. he's gone all right there's no stopping this so bye, bye. randy flipping into feral mode wasn't the only thing that flipped because tables <laughs> chairs flip everything happened rhiannon almost got coup de grade but luckily the constitution was good enough but you managed to subdue her and also james vandersneak who revealed himself to actually be eggs quackly in an uncertain and undetermined series of events that caused him to be included in the travel of time uh which he was glad to give you yeah. his TED talk on how that happened. <laughs> um, bread talk? Oh no, don't give bread to ducks. Sorry. Don't give bread to ducks. We don't do that. <laughs> oh, That's bad. bad for them. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, in his TED talk, he basically just went off on all of his hypotheses about what could have happened. And it was in this moment that Rhiannon actually dared to try to escape. Ugh. However, upon a critical failure, slipped on a napkin on the ground, falling face first into a knife that was held by Joby, <laughs> instructed by Randy. Now, of course, whether that was Randy or not, or Delia or Joby on his own. And this like movement you're talking about, was it like the difference between like, oh, such a close call or oh, oh, you know what I mean? Is that what we're talking about yeah. here? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. like it's like death or not. Sure. Lifted the knife ever so ever slightly. So slightly. Yeah. 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 1.53 <laughs> degrees. If it was 1.5, you know, that'd be just 0. 0.03 degrees <laughs> off. So I also love that Randy gave the knife to Joby when Symbol and Alfred are just standing there, yeah. full of power and <laughs> yeah. abilities, and he's like, no, Joby. They, they didn't say it, but if anybody looked at him, they'd obviously have that look on their face. It's like, oh, well, me, I guess. Right. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess we'll just hang out over here. Yeah. Well, so how close was Rhiannon to death? I mean, now that she's gone, I mean, you know. Oh, like before the Yeah, like, the was this like, a, she was probably, you know, gonna, if we didn't help. I mean, I, I think.
think she was well enough to be able to escape, but oh, uh, to do a whole flip. Yeah, that's true. Know. A really yeah, yeah. bad flip, but you know. Yeah. Well, never yeah. mind. I was trying to help us feel better. But. I feel fine. Why do you need okay. to feel better? <laughs> I don't know. She's been around this whole campaign, and now it's like Rhiannon oh, basically she's gone. kicked the dog of the show. I mean, aside from Sandy, <sighs> sure. Yeah. yeah. Just it's hard to let go sometimes. That's all I'm saying. Anyways. So yeah, we <laughs> left off with Randy asking Delia, like, "Yo, what's up?" And Delia being like, "You really want to know the answer to those questions?" Um. So what do? Right. So. You know, Delia, part of the spice of life is a little mystery, so... Yeah. <laughs> but why? I, mean, I 100% agree with you. Uh, yeah, and we've got things to do. I just thought I'd check in. So uh, I'll talk to you in a bit, I would imagine, with how things are going. So bye for now. Call me meet me if you want to reach me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, okay, can I roll Arcana? on Joby because like I did see like this movement happen so maybe in Razzle's mind it's like uh oh someone else has you know what I mean rolling arcana a, okay here we go I'm don't forget it's at disadvantage yet. that's a six plus two so eight okay uh you're like man that bear's magical <laughs> no, <laughs> man no. that bear has a spell cast on it for sure okay what cool so Razzle now has this fear of Joby of being like uh, was it Randy <laughs> was someone else am I next <laughs> so uh yeah Razzle will go over to Joby and say, hi, it's not your fault, Joby. These things happen with critical failures and such. Um, Joby looks up at you, <laughs> waves his hand. With the knife and, in like, it? starts to jump. <laughs> no, no, because he already yeah, had yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Randy already the took back. the knife back, so <laughs> you're good there. He waves his arm, and he kind of looks up at Randy and then looks over at Razzle, puts his arms up, and, like, jumps up as if he wants to be picked up. <laughs> oh, All right, okay. come here, Joby. And I put him on my shoulder like a little parrot. And he sits there, and he, like, tussles the hair behind your ear and whatnot and then nuzzles into your ear. <laughs> well, Randy, do you want to say a few words? You and Rhiannon were friends at some point in time. Uh, that's right? a word for it. She was more of a teacher. Should we all say something here? I feel like... I mean, I'll, we'll just keep it brief. Um, okay. And I'll just... I don't need to walk over to her. I'll just turn towards her and... Rhiannon the two-faced, now more like Rhiannon the two half-faces. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, jeez. I don't know. Maybe that was enough. Shall we? I mean, <laughs> oh, wait, all, wait. Okay. I want to do something, and I oh, go okay. over and take out a spoon dagger, and I cut off the two fingers that I oh had gosh. before I said, <laughs> I wanted these fingers back, and now I have them. The timeline is complete. I put them into a Ziploc, yep. and I've got my fingers back. <laughs> I am speechless. I'll just say, sorry about what happened. I kind of <laughs> wish we could have been friends and maybe ended all of this uh, together, but we'll carry on, and bye. <laughs> For now. So the amazing. End. So you say so, these things, so, and yeah. Eggs is still standing there. Symbol uh, and Alfred are kind of sitting nearby. You see Alfred just go, oh, okay, let's be a little adult about this. Grabs a tablecloth, covers Rhiannon. Thank God. Uh, <laughs> oh, well, you know, I just realized this could be, uh, despite the circumstances, a prime opportunity to use uh, my mantle of whispers. That's true. Yes. You can do that. What is yeah. that again? That's when I can uh, absorb the basically kind of thoughts and knowledge of oh, 
any yeah. humanoid that has uh, right. They got to be different. Onto another planet. Hey, yeah. See. Yeah. So we should all say thank you to Rhiannon for sacrificing herself so that we Rhiannon, can... thank you for your uh, knowledge. Well, she yeah. would be thanking Kyle. <laughs> I stick up her own middle finger once again at her. Wow. <laughs> all right, Yashi. <laughs> so yeah, I don't think I have to do anything, Kyle, to activate it, but just go over to her and it just kind of does its thing. So. Yeah, yeah. You just you think about it happening and it begins to happen. And as you stand there, this shadow essence begins to form around you like a cloak flowing down. It's very much like Tokoyami and whatnot, summoning dark shadow. Oh, right. um, <laughs> yes. When it forms this mantle over you of shadow and whispers, it doffs itself off of your body and goes through the tablecloth onto Rhiannon. And then you see it slowly work its way out from underneath the tablecloth, back up, and put itself on you once more, basically dawning itself upon you. And at this moment, the cloak fades. You realize you have the appearance of Rhiannon Mm, for the next day. Right. And you also gain a little bit of information from this. There's some transference of information there. I'm going to bend the rules of being like, oh, a close acquaintance. We'll share that stuff uh, and just give you information that would be valuable to you. Oh, well, thanks, Uh, (laughs) You learn that Rhiannon's been sneaking around here and there, trying to eavesdrop every once in a while. And you learn that there are a couple of things that she's picked up as far as uh, mainly the puzzle rooms. The main information that you grasp from them is one is related to colors. The other one is related to the elements. And then a third one is uh, more musical in nature and related to, uh, to intervals. Oh. oh. Of course, you also remember hearing uh, Rhiannon and who was James Vandersneak, now Eggs Quackley, mm-hmm. talking about um, Darismer being summoned. And you remember them talking about, you know, how he's like kind of weak, seems a little like sick from the summoning process. And Rhiannon had eavesdropped at some point. And uh, you also learned that Reed was there in the process, apparently got very upset at some point, turned into their owl self and flew out of the room. (laughs) Although you're not exactly sure the circumstances behind what was upsetting. Okay. Cool. So I relay that information to everyone. Say, (laughs) here's here's some some fun little knowledge I just picked up. So, uh, yeah. Um, So, eggs. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) So, okay, now that we know a little more about these rooms, like, can you tell us about, like, what's up with them? Or, like, we (laughs) know that there's something we need to do... Like a puzzle Kid, or something. You want like, the rundown. Well, well, like, yeah, like why, like, why should we even, you know? Well, I mean, uh, you don't have to, I guess, if you don't want to. But <laughs> the whole thing behind them, from my understanding and what I've gathered in my time impersonating James Van Der Sneek, uh, is that essentially they're using the shadow versions of you three as uh, uh-huh. batteries to power this thing. Because it's like, it's, it, mm-hmm. they definitely want you three. Now... If you three came into the mix, then you would be just enough. They wouldn't. They wouldn't need those shadows. They wouldn't need uh, 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 Delarim, I think it is. They wouldn't need her daughter who showed up recently. Ooh. Oh, she's part of like powering this whole thing. I, I think she is. Yeah, she's kind of like the final part of what's uh, needed. Now, I don't know if they're going to be able to fully do exactly what they need to with that same setup. Um, that doesn't mean they wouldn't try, though. So if we take out these shadow sauces, <laughs> like the plans are ruined? Sure. Well, uh, if you take out the shadow sauces, I imagine, yes, the plans would be ruined unless you were to get on board with their plans. Right. Oh, okay. Quack. 
quack. <laughs> it just makes me think of the My Hero characters who have the animal heads. Now I say, like, it's good that we do this. Woof. No, right. <laughs> okay, so we should probably go and take care of those I things. Say yes. that gives us some um, incentive. Yeah. Another question, my duck friend. I noticed you ripped off like your tail earlier oh, when you yeah. were de sneaking. Yeah. Let's call it. Well, uh, you, you know, I always heard it was rumored that Vanda Sneak had a tail, yes. so I figured I better have one just in case. So, you know, it's one of those things that uh, do y'all have cloacas? I don't no, know. No, no, but stop not, there. Not Usually, please just stop there. We, <laughs> I was okay. going to ask Understood. how. Yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All becomes clear. All right. <laughs> well, that's, wait. So, do you know if he actually did have a tail? Because, like, I'm on some <laughs> um, forums. Like, so, so, <laughs> people would really love to know. Okay. So, yes. So, the answer is yes. Totally had a tail. Well, I'll keep that in mind for later. Oh my oh, that's gosh. good. Well, if you are going to go and take care of these battery versions of yourself, then you might want to take my notes along with you. I've done a lot of, uh, you know, investigating around this area and I think if you followed my notes you might be able to get back to those rooms uh, with however the heck you got in here I mean it was uh, clouds or something is what I remember seeing yeah. but okay then you'd probably need to what get back in your costume Disguise. right yeah no I'll, I I can cover here if you want to take my notes and he pulls out a little flip book and whatnot and <laughs> hands it over to you he's like now I'm going to need this back because it has many of the uh, unsolved cases that I have going on which I put on the back burner uh, because of the situation I have found myself <laughs> right. in Right. Which is very valuable because some of these have already happened and now I'm back in time. So I have an opportunity that most uh, detectives do not have. Right. So uh, please get this back to me. I am entrusting it with you uh, because you're a good friend of my friend, Randy. Right. <laughs> hey, do you have an Ira glass? I do. You. So if there's any issues where we need to know about anything happening, please let us know. Okay. But instead of my name, you had to say Detective 911. <laughs> Okay. That's my like if we're sign. calling you, yes. Okay, I got a custom Ira glass set up. Fancy. Well, so yeah. back up. Uh, so we're he scoots back a couple no, steps. No. <laughs> <laughs> do we want to do these rooms again? I mean, it seems like Tabitha's right there. Maybe I don't. I mean, uh... Tabitha told us to not come here. It sounds like she wanted to take care of things, and like I think we need to take out factors that we know we have a chance against because right, she's right. still her own person. Reed was very you know adamant about the element of speediness. But, well, uh, I think this might be the speediest just because we're here already. Okay. Well, onwards to, well, I don't know, which room do we do Okay, we so at do? this point with Exquackly's notes, you can choose which room you want to go to. You see the rooms listed that you've been to, and you also see one room listed that you haven't been to, which you can surmise is where Shadow Randy currently right. is. Oh, when was the last time the organ or, like, the note has played? Like, has it been a long time? It has not played since you heard it play around like the Otiog room. Wow. Once okay. the malfunction of it was noticed, you notice it has not been played since that moment. Okay. Okay, so that's good. Yeah, why don't we go back to that room where Shadow Yashi was because maybe that note playing was more or less a coincidence with the button pressing and that didn't actually trigger mm. the note. Okay. So I'm very curious about that. So. And yeah. that's the one we went to first. Yeah, right? so, yeah, so let's just start there. We'll get these rooms done so fast. So, so, so Ooh. fast. Go, go, Three, go. Two, one. Okay, wait, wait. Uh, so for... Randy's spell. Is Randon still dead on the ground and also you look like her? 
He doesn't look like her yet. He can choose to look like her at one point within but 24 hours. either way, is she still... Her body is still there, yeah. So maybe Alfred and Symbol, like, help hide that body. Yeah. Right. Clean up the area. <laughs> okay, so Alfred and Symbol are going to stay behind, and once they're done helping Eggs clean up and get Eggs back into his uh, disguise, they'll go back into cloud form, and they'll chill in one of the pipes as, like, an eye on the room, just in case yeah. anything happens. That's perfect. Yes. Cool. Onwards. So with that set up, <laughs> yes. you three feel comfortable maneuvering your way back through the winding pipes of this massive instrument, and you find yourself back in the room with Shadow Yashi in that whole setup uh, surrounded by these six pylons, which, you know, the three on the left side, if you... <laughs> left side. Uh, three on one side, side are obviously different colors. <laughs> Strong side. Yeah. You have the three different colors, uh, blue, yellow, and red, and then gray, gray, gray. Okay. And then we had interacted with the red one and the gray one that was directly across from the red one. Correct. Okay. So last time we started with red yes. and then the sound played. So let's maybe start with red again and see if the sound plays this time. Yeah. And Randy, do you want to do mage hand again and we can stand that away? That might from be for the this. best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mage hands. Yeah. Delia, red, please. Delia's hand pirouettes out as much as a hand Ooh. would pirouette. Uh, spins, <laughs> goes over to the red button, pushes it. Nothing happens. Okay, can okay. we wait like the amount of time <laughs> took the note to play? Just in case. Yeah. Yeah, you give it a good like 30 seconds to a minute. Nothing else happens. Ha ha. Okay. Next button. Same one we did last I was going to say maybe the same one. Yeah. Mm, I almost think we should try something different just to see if it's a different like reaction. Oh, uh, that's yeah. So let's, just do, a... let's do yellow next. Okay. Okay. So uh, yellow, please. Okay. You push the yellow button and you see that sheen on the outside of Shadow Yashi's like container that she's in and you see it kind of light up and a flick of energy comes out towards that yellow pillar and strikes it. Can you oh, imagine uh, if somebody had been standing there, you probably would have been hurt. Okay. Oh. That was wrong, I'm guessing? Like, we're trying to do them in a certain order, possibly? Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. okay. That didn't happen on the red one, though. Yeah. And it didn't happen last time when we did red and then the one across from it. Okay, so let's do that again. Okay, so red and gray across. Okay, <laughs> you have Delia push those two buttons and nothing happens. Okay. Good. All right. Then maybe a color followed by its opposite gray? Yeah, let's Maybe try that yellow again. again? Yes. Okay. Yellow. Okay. You have Delia push yellow, nothing happens. Uh, yes. Okay. One across. Opposite the yellow. From that, go. Huh? Delia's hand pushes the button. You see that arc of electricity shoot uh, out again uh, and strike the column. Okay, okay, we're halfway there. Okay. Red, <laughs> opposite, yellow, then the other gray? All right, so you push that and nothing happens. Uh, okay. okay. Then to maybe blue. blue. You push that and nothing happens. Oh, oh then last the last one. one. Do it. You push the fifth button. Nothing happens bad, but something does happen. <laughs> oh, okay. You see the sheen just kind of dissipate from around Shadow Yashi. Oh, the stricture with which her body seemed to be under relaxes, and you see her body just kind of like limp, and she kind of falls to the ground on her knees and is just like kind of looks like she's breathing, seething a little bit. As she looks up at you three, you see those blue glowing eyes and the mouth opens, revealing the same kind of blue glow from it. Ugh. Shadow Yashi looks up at you three and says, Well, if you haven't heard, then that's your loss. Because <laughs> these three bards are chaos sauce. Is that all you can say? Well, 
if you yes! haven't uh. heard, gotta catch them all. Gotta catch them all. Chaos sauce. <laughs> what do? Uh, I'm gonna open a bag of chips and just like wave it up to her face, just in case. Smelling salt. Can't salts. remember. Did I try this already? You did it with the <laughs> barrier up. Okay. Okay. Um, let's see if it works now. Yeah. Smell you couldn't know, get through. Yeah. Put the chips up, and you see Shadow Yashi's nose start to move and twitch a little bit. <laughs> I, I pat her head. There is a very odd sensation. Like the, the hairs on your arm rise up. You see the blue in Shadow Yashi's eyes flare up as you make contact. And it's as you pet that Shadow Yashi begins to dissipate. Oh, little by little no. with each pet. Oh, my friend. The blue glowing <laughs> and taking over the entirety of her body. And it's as if your energies are meshing, melding together. And the shadow dissipates, becoming the same blue glow of her eyes and of your magic. And as you make contact, you see Shadow Yashi look up at you, holding her hand out as if wanting a chip. (gasps) Oh, yeah. Okay, I put a chip in her hand. You put the chip in her hand, and she eats a chip. (gasps) And as she crunches into it, you see her body dissipate into small orbs of blue glowing light, which float over, landing on your body, Yashi, and... Soaking into you. Oh, the power Ooh. was inside you all along. Oh, <laughs> it. it was the chips. It was the chips. You feel invigorated. You're still exhausted from the lack of rest, but you feel like you have managed to regain some of the Lyarion essence in which helps you cast oh, the magic that you do oh, with your song. Oh, yes. So cool. Yes. I feel like I could drum for hours. <laughs> I would recommend doing this for yourself. It's wonderful. Okay. Oh, my. This is self care. Success one of three. Jeez. Okay. To the Razzle room, let's go to the Razzle room. I mean, Randy, unless Woo. you would like to go. No, to the no, room no, first, please. Uh, <laughs> after you. All right, so you make your way, winding through these pipes once again, going through apertures here and there to find yourself back to the room with Shadow Razzle. I wonder how Eggs Quackly like worked out all, all of these. <laughs> He's got secrets. That He's duck, a great man. detective. I'm telling I mean, you. Come yeah. on now. I mean, some of these pipes are a little low, so I guess he'd just have to duck. Uh, uh, okay. Sure. sure. Yeah. Right. Don't set me up if you don't like the way <laughs> I. <laughs> Follow You're through. right. You're right. Shoot scores. Um, <laughs> so this conduit that houses Shadow Razzle, uh, again, being surrounded by these little pylons, one being marked with the element of fire, one with the element of water, and one with the element of electricity. Of course, as you remember, there's a little bit of dirt scattered around on top of the plinth of electricity. So mm. I'd like to try something. Okay. I think that this might be Pokemon rules with stuff um. concerning what we need to do with these plinths, but there's no buttons. It's just a simple. No, no. No okay, buttons. so I have in my mm, druid spells uh, one I've never gotten rid of because I've felt like maybe it would come in handy at some point, but I have Ice Knife as a spell, and I've had it since the beginning of the campaign, and I've never gotten rid of it, even though I didn't know I could change spells until halfway through or something. We won't go down that road. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I'm going to bust out an Ice Knife and just say poof, and an Ice Knife appears in my hand, mm-hmm. and I say, I got this. And I go over to the fire pillar, and I poke it with my ice knife because it's like water and ice. Well, as per so... Pokemon rules, Dang ice it, is weak against fire. Uh, no. no, I'm not. I'm not going to do that to you. As soon as I said it, I knew he had my number. Dang it! <laughs> uh, no, you uh, poke the plinth of fire, and as you do, your ice knife just melts. And it's like you're stabbing it into it, but it's just melting as you push down, and it flows over the edge, and you see the element of fire light up fade away and the plinth starts to 
descend down into the ground. Okay, all right. Okay. So what are the weaknesses of these other ones then? Come on, you got this. Randy didn't play Pokemon. Yeah, oh, he didn't okay. He didn't have the cushy childhood of, yeah. a, of a noble. I was training. <laughs> That's true. You got both copies. <laughs> yeah, you had two Game Boys yeah, and the exactly. Link cable. Yeah, you were training with yourself and leveling things up. Yeah, because I didn't have three other brothers that totally <laughs> played. Sure. No, they, they <laughs> thought it was weak sauce. So they were like, what? <laughs> no, whatever. Too cool for Pokemon. Well, fine then. So I've come on, my liege. Teach uh, me. No, I don't. <laughs> okay. Well, uh-huh. I was thinking I could Wait, use Mold what? Earth, but I need like existing Earth to do it. So uh, can I try yeah. like that little dirt that's on there? Can I use Mold Earth and like and, like put it on the pillar and see if that? Oh, uh, it's it, it's <laughs> not okay. enough at this point. Oh, yeah. Um, I have that scroll I got, Earth and Grass. You do, oh. um, and I think that just like makes a big dirty hand appear. <laughs> it does make a big dirty hand appear. <laughs> so maybe I could like <laughs> shoot it up and then like grab the pedestal thing and give it a good squeeze. Or use it as a hand to like push it down, you know? Oh, that too. Just pound it down. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll yes. try like grabbing it and squeezing it first because it is like a restraining spell. I see. Okay. It's not like a big dirt mage hand. <laughs> so I, I read the spell. Is that how yeah, it works? Yeah, you, you bust it out and you read it out and from the inscription and the runes that are carved onto this piece of paper they begin to swirl and turn like a mechanism and they light up and from those runes you see the dirt begin to just kind of form from their own energy creating this massive hand it reaches out, grabs the plinth and just squeezes it dealing damage which I'm not going to make you roll same as I didn't for the ice knife but it squeezes it and as it does you can see through the fingers through the grip on the fingers you see the electricity symbol light up and then fade as the plinth lowers into the ground nice but you do have a big hand there for the next minute if you need it can I make it like sit palm out flat so I can like I want to sit on it you have the hand from Beetlejuice yes I'm going to sit on my big dirt throne wonderful well Randy you're up. You, so here's the deal. You can either use electricity or plant. That's how it works oh. in fantasy Pokemon. Okay, you know? well, <laughs> plants and animals are more your thing. So um, I'm going to lift up my shirt and say the words Witch Bolt. Ooh. And then some mm. blue electricity is going to come out and uh, strike the little plinth. The electricity pours forth from thine belly button <laughs> and directs its way towards the plinth, striking the watermarked plinth, the water lighting up briefly and then fading as the electricity forces it down into the ground, <laughs> the uh, plinth lowering itself. But the since it's Witchbolt, it makes constant contact, so it literally looks like the lightning's just pushing it into uh, the ground. Uh, uh. Nice. As the third one lowers to the ground, the sheen, that magical sheen surrounding Razzle begins to fade and dissipate. The stricture in which Razzle was standing much like Yashi fades and you see Razzle just kind of fall to the ground forward, catching himself. I run to him. Okay, you run to him. As he's reaching out to grab some of the earth that's scattered on the ground, he moves it between his fingertips and makes a fist. And he looks up at you as you run up to him. I say, and if you haven't heard then that's your loss because we three, three bards, bards are chaos sauce. And he looks up at you and he holds out the little bit of dirt that's in oh, his palm. I hold up my hand. His eyes flaring up with that blue energy and uh, you can feel goose pimples <gasps> running down your arms. I hold my hand out to receive the 
dirt. He throws it in your eyes. <gasps> Roll initiative. What? No way. I'm serious? joking. <laughs> oh, what a twist. Oh, he takes his hand and he grasps the dirt and holds it over your palm. And as he does, you see him loosen his grasp. Little by little, the dirt trickles like an hourglass into your hand. And as it does, you see his body, much like Yashi, begins to turn from that dark energy that he is comprised of into the blue energy you recognize, which formulates your magic. And it's as if the dirt does not stop pouring from his hand. As it does, you just see the dirt turning blue. And you realize he's not pouring dirt anymore from his hand. He is pouring himself into your hand. Come out. You see the back end of his body starting to fade as it goes from foot to head. And the last things you see before his body completely dissipates is his face. And you see a blue tear fall from his eye as the last bits of his essence land in your palm. It sits there like a mound of dust glowing and then sinks into your body. You feel the energy surge up your arm. For a moment, you feel like you are just jittering, like you've had like six cups of coffee within a half hour. And you are just vibrating from the energy. And uh, you feel like you have regained some of the Lyarion magic you need to be able to play. Isn't it great? feels like I just captured Mewtwo. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, you know, rubbing my nose like, cool. That was super cool, guys. Uh, yeah, nothing more to do here, I guess. I feel pretty good, though. Uh, Put my arm around you. It's okay. He's with you forever now. Oh, I feel He's it. part of you. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> Let's go to Randy's room. To Randy's room. Following the directions of Eggs Quackly. Uh, and, of course, you know, it's obvious you've been transforming in and out of your uh, cloudy selves. And still no, like, organ note playing? No. Freaking awesome. Nothing has happened. Man. Beautiful. Oh, I guess it could it now because we're getting rid of their power source. Oh. <laughs> oh. You make your way through once again, going a direction that you haven't, but you're following Eggs Quackley's notes like to the T, mm-hmm. and you find yourself in this room. There's a set of 12 stairs on the other side of it leading up to a door, and you notice on the right wall there is a panel with a button underneath it. Okay. No, nothing else in the room except for that? That's it. I think this is the interval room. Right. Uh, There's a sign that you missed. It says interval, interval room. room. Oh, okay. <laughs> Randy's await. Uh, I guess I'll have Delia push the button, maybe? That seems like the best idea. It's consistent, if anything, so. Yeah, right? <laughs> All right, Delia, button, please. So you use Mage Hand to push this button, and uh, the display lights up. Looks like a small face right off the bat. A very digitized and uh, kind of looks at you. The little cubic pupils moving around looking at you three. She says, well, hi to hell there. I hope you're here for a good lesson on some intervals to be able to go up there and do what you need to do for the cult of Darius Murr. So why don't you go ahead and bust out your musical cap and let's talk about intervals and see if you can play the game right. And it's at this moment that you're thinking on your intervallic knowledge and you remember one of the days that we didn't record the podcast where you were having just a normal lesson in school yes. it's not worth being recorded about <laughs> intervals and symbol teaching you about this and are you uh, sure it wasn't mac dammit who taught us about this uh, oh yeah it was mac dammit you're right uh, you're remembering better than i am but you're remembering that what has actually happened is after the lesson with mac dammit symbol challenged you to write a song using all of the intervals you learned about. Uh, so, yes. what was that song again? Can you uh, remind okay. me and refresh my memory? Because I can't remember. Sure. Awesome. Cool. Yes. yes. Then, then let's go roll some chord dice.
Well, you know what they say. It's better late than never, and we finally got around to doing our intervals lesson. Yes. Um, we were talking the other day, like, you know, what other lessons should we do? And we realized, like, dang, we haven't done intervals, which is arguably, I don't know, in my opinion, like the most useful thing about music theory and ear training that there might be. Uh-huh. It's up there. <laughs> yeah. so, and normally within probably the first couple lessons. Yeah. You know, so we're we're looking at a lesson way back from the beginning way of Strumble Yes. Oh, man. Man, and for us in school. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, intervals are just the relationships between notes and not like, you know, oh, B flat, I love you so much. Uh, F sharp. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Valentine's Day is coming up soonish. So, uh, yeah. It's yeah. Fun. But yeah, yeah, so it's the distance between notes, like that relationship. So, whenever you hear, you know, people say, uh, uh, uh yeah, uh, like, uh, great job. We're doing so good uh, this lesson. But yeah, it's that relationship between, like, like the distance between notes. So uh, it can be between many notes, but in our examples, it's just going to be the distance between two notes. But we've kind of like touched on them throughout the show, like especially when we're talking about seventh chords, it's just like building up thirds, and then you've got a seventh mm-hmm. chord, and that's how you make yeah. chords anyway. They're like a really good background character. They've always <laughs> been there. You just haven't noticed that, maybe. <laughs> right, mm-hmm. exactly. So Spurrier, do you want to take it away with your piano playing well, sure. powers? Uh, oh, man. So we're just going to talk about the interval within an octave like we could go beyond an octave but if you know how to hear stuff within an octave you're going to be in pretty good shape Plus right octave uh, yeah <laughs> go beyond <laughs> exactly <laughs> so you've heard us talk about oh major thirds and minor thirds like asking kyle if we can do this and that to get away with things and bend the rules uh-huh. but going back mm-hmm. well first of all there's not a number one it's a unison it would just be like on the piano you can't really do it but just be the same note it's like if you had two trumpet players playing the same note or two people singing in the same note that's a unison so that's right. fine yeah just the same note good to go so from there we're just going to ascend by half steps so if you're visualizing the piano just the next closest note to where we started and then we'll just gradually add on so the first one would be a minor second uh minor is going to refer to an interval that's smaller major is one that's a little bit bigger so we'll get there so that's just as close as these can be and the most classic way to hear this is good old the little big fish under the sea <laughs> Jaws. It's Jaws. It's, it's yeah. Jaws. I think um, Little Big Fish is a different movie. Yeah, yeah right. I think you're right. But yeah, the Jaws theme. And yeah, so this one, when you play them together, very tense, yeah. very dissonant, all that kind of stuff. Well, and also yes. there's uh, another movie by Steven Spielberg, the uh, Yeah. yeah. Old Jurassic Park, it's another minor second. Yeah, Yeah, while we are talking about these in an upward fashion, they can go uh, up or down, but we're just covering it going up, right, Spurrier? Yeah, we're mostly going to cover up, but um, we will provide a link in the description about stuff about going up and down if you want to do that. Because most people do learn them just going up, but music goes down too. A lot. uh, A lot. I know a lot of music (laughs) that gets down. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) so it's nice to hear them the other way. And this is especially useful for when we're figuring out harmonies for songs and stuff. Like, oh, Ali can sing like the major third above this or the minor third underneath that or whatever. Yeah, and super helpful for when you're trying to figure stuff out by ear, et cetera, et cetera. So going now from minor second to major, um, so we've got things like the beginning of happy birthday. (laughs) Once again, dissonant, but not quite so much. And there's also Um, old yesterday. That's another one, but yeah. Right, yeah, yeah, going down there. Yeah. Then we get to thirds, which have been so fundamental in a lot of what we've done and things we've done, and you probably have heard about them a little bit on the show. So we get to a minor third, which would be the beginning of a minor chord. Mm -hmm. We have like the beginning of good old Willy Wonka. 
Uh, so come with me oh and you'll boy. be a bard and blah, 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 And then we've got uh, the beginning of Brahms. Or the beginning of Green Sleeves. Which I played in Dorian, not in minor, because that's the real way, but oh that's a no. whole different topic. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, then moving to major third. Beginning of a major chord. Oh, boy. A classic one. Oh, when the saints go marching in. It's also the doorbell sound. Yeah. Ding dong. Or like yeah. one of the Mario games. Oh, when yeah. When you pause. pause. Yeah. pause. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. But then things get a little interesting. We stop calling them major and minor, and we start calling them perfect. Mm. And only a few of them are going to be called perfect, and you might ask, But why? 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 <laughs> why? Yeah. And so this is going to be super brief. We're not going to get super deep into this. Uh, into the math. Yes. Yeah, into the math yeah. of, of music. So basically, imagine you have a string, like the string of a cello or something, and you pluck it. And if you were to cut that in half, the note would go up an octave. If somehow you magically made the string twice as long, it would go down an octave. Same note, just higher or lower. And so if you do different ratios of that, like if yeah. you made the string two-thirds as long, it would make a fifth. If you made the string three-fourths as long, it would make a fourth. These very pleasing basic fractions. And if you get kind of less pleasing looking fractions like eight fifteenths up the string, <laughs> it gets your, more of your dissonant intervals, more of the strange ones. Right. And so these very basic fractions like two thirds and three fourths and one half, these are related to the perfects. Um, so the perfect fourth has this kind of open, hollow kind of sound and one of the most beginning of Here Comes the Bride. Oh, boy. Before we get to the next perfect, though, we have what's known as the tritone. Um, either an augmented fourth or a diminished fifth. This nice dissonant interval, nothing feels satisfied. Both the notes want to potentially go somewhere. Uh. Um, yeah, right? <laughs> or it can go the other way. Uh, so there are two examples that actually are literally exactly the same. It's just contextual to what you're thinking about. So if I do this... You could think Maria or The Simpsons. Right. Um, yeah. A nice way to hear that unusual dissonance there. Mm -hmm. Back to the world of perfects. We're now at a fifth. Such a fundamental foundational thing in music. The, you probably might have heard of the circle of fifths. And we talk about the chords one and five all the time. Again, not going to go down that road. But, but a fair. very important <laughs> thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And there's a couple of examples like the beginning of Twinkle Twinkle or beginning of Star Wars. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> technically, the Wizard of Osgards. The O-E-O-E-O. -E -O -E -O. Although I've heard that apparently they were supposed to sing a tritone to make it sound more spooky and evil, but they couldn't actually sing it correctly, oh, no. so it got transformed oh, no. to a fifth. That's hilarious. Not sure how true that is, but that's what I've heard. I get um, it, yeah. yeah. And like, with the perfect intervals, with the fourth and the fifth, those are, I think, the two most confused in like music because, you know, one is the other down and, you know, vice versa. Right. You can flip okay, all we don't these. need to get in an inverting yeah. intervals. Yeah. Yeah. Inverting <laughs> intervals, that's a whole different cup of tea, but uh, yeah. that is true. And yeah, this since they're so close to each other and they do have this very open hollow ambiguous yeah. kind of sound uh, that can really make them a little tricky to kind of differentiate at first yeah. so now we're in the world of sixth just like thirds they're kind of pleasing to our ears we also really like sixth they're also very pleasing sounding uh, yep. so we get to minor sixth first because again minor is smaller and there's two ways like for me I always thought of it as the beginning of the beginning of Linus and Lucy yeah. mm. but if you don't want to think of it as trying to hear a chord if you uh, want to have some ice cream Oh, the nice. beginning of the entertainer. <laughs> I've never thought of that. Wow. I know, right? I yeah. had to look that one up. Like, oh, right, that is a minor sixth. Weird. Yeah. Uh, but then we go to major sixth. There's a couple for these. So again, there's this pleasing tone to it. But um, 
For us, if you turn to Channel 5, for where you're playing at home, it might be a different channel. Yeah. But in yeah. DC. <laughs> yeah. Also, the beginning of Jingle Bells. Oh, nice. <laughs> so the dashing. Or if you're out sailing. Bonnie lying over the ocean here and there. It's so funny. Like, <laughs> I've always just thought of a minor sixth as like a sad major sixth. I've never had like a, right. a frame of reference for a minor Yeah, we were always like, yeah. the NBC is sad. It's a sad peacock. Uh, He's crying into his yeah, bird exactly, food. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> and then we get into the sevenths. So once again, like the seconds, where the seconds were dissonant, the sevenths are also dissonant. Uh, so we start with minor. And this one, the version that we always used in school was from West Side Story, which is kind of fitting since a new version of that just recently came out. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So the... There's, there's a place, place for, us. for us. So the there's a... Uh, also, at the end of Away in a Manger... The nice. little lord... Yeah. And then we get to the major seventh... Nice Ooh, and dissonant. So crunchy. Yum. Which, what I always tell my students with that, and the same with, like, it's all contextual, just on a tangent. Like, that's pretty harsh. Throw in a couple notes. That sounds yeah, fine. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not too bad. bad. Not too um, shabby. <laughs> so a couple examples for this, because this is, like, for me for a long time, I was just like, oh, it just wants to pull to the octave. You can kind of feel that tension there. Yeah. But if you want actual songs, uh, going back to our good old chocolate factory. <laughs> and then right here, in a world home. Um, if you want to get a little more 80s with it, we can. If you're taking on me, uh, uh, nice. we've got that. <laughs> Finally, if you're feeling uh, sort of super, right? And then eventually. So Superman. This reminds me of Six Flags waiting in line. It does. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. And then finally, we're at the octave, which is also perfect because it's such a simplistic ratio of two to one. It's just the same note, but higher or lower, depending on which way you're going. And one of the most classic things there, again, going back to the land of Oz. Somewhere what? over the rainbow. Nice. And again, you can go beyond an octave. In school, we had to get to two octaves just for our sake of training. But again, mm -hmm. so many melodies, at least their intervals and their jumps, are contained within the context of an octave. You're going to be in pretty good shape if you know these 12 options. Yeah. Especially if you're like working out a vocal line and stuff and saying, like, well, what can yeah. I like, sing as a harmony here? What can I do Especially here? Especially vocal like, lines. Yeah. yeah, for sure. But yeah, so kind of a lot of information in a, in a small space. But again, we're going to provide a link that gives even more examples, again, both ascending and deep descending and yeah i think that pretty much covers it and so. then the next thing you can do is start listening to chords and like placing what intervals are in chords it's like oh that was like a nice sus4 suspension wow cool like oh, you know amazing. and then being able to identify different scales and yeah. chords and chord progressions and the list goes on and on but intervals are the foundation so so sorry it took us so long that one's on us for sure because yeah. like i was saying i probably use this the most out of everything musical i've ever learned like, it's up there and it's kind of funny just like a lot of people with ear training are like uh oh, ear training i hate it but it's like the most useful thing yeah. that there yeah, is. And is. this is the basis of all of it. So yeah, there you go. It's true. Heck yeah. Well, now you're going to take that basis of knowledge and you're going to compose a song that you three bards had written a while ago sure. as part of a challenge. Symbol gave you to write a song using all the intervals. All of them. Use them all. Oh, oh okay. And do we have to use them all both uh and descending or just as long as we use them at least once in either direction, Kat? As long as you use them once in either direction. Thank and you. you know what? Let me cover this. You can do it either harmonic or melodic, yes! whichever you prefer. Uh, perfect. So thirds are like done then, so we don't have to worry about that. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> obvious for thirds sure. Thirds and sixes. However, yeah, 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 yeah. I would be impressed 
if there was all melodic. I mean, I really want to try. Okay. I'm going to strive for it, but all right. it's up to you, though. All right, all no right, pressure. all right, all right. Uh, oh, right, so we're going to make a song, so I should probably do something about that regarding Probably dice. major, since this was in the context of, like, a lesson, just as, like, a foundational yeah. type thing. That's a yeah. good idea. Yeah, it's all a right. major aspect of learning. That's wow. right. B-flat major, got an 11 Delightful. There. Love it. So, it's like yes. we're back in band. Oh, yes, indeed. All right, so I've got... One, two, six, and seven. Oh, these sevens. I know, all these sevens. But we good, though, <laughs> for what we're doing here. So I guess that's true. Oh, yeah. Um, so that'll be B flat major, C minor, G minor, and A diminished. Dandy. And now the drums. Nice. So this will be Pat, because it's a lesson and not magic, right? That is correct. Perfect. We could if we wanted to. Well, <laughs> but it's like in our, it's in our memories. Yeah, oh, right, fine. right. Yeah. All right. Well, I got a Tails, yeah. and I'm actually going to roll two sets of D100s. I don't know why I haven't done this. Past. But so we've got 29 for the pattern, which is user 29, which will be rock 35. Wonderful. Mm. And then I rolled a 73 mm. on the kit, which is solid one. Solid snake one. Ugh. Okay. Oh, man. Sweet. Let's do it. <laughs> or actually, here, I'll take us out, actually, because you know what? Uh, Baloo always says, he says, I'm gone, man. Solid gone. And then he dances off with King Louie. Oh, yeah. Papa do. Okay. Uh, <laughs> take us out, Cal. <laughs> All right. Well, y'all go write that song. And for those of you at home, I'll talk to you in a second. Hey everyone, it's your Dungeon Maestro Kyle here. Just want to give you that big thank you for checking out the episode and welcome to the middle bit. I'm excited for you to be here because I have a sponsor for this episode that I get to tell you about and that sponsor is the Scale Bears. Now, there are a few things worse than waking up hogtied in a locked cell. Waking up hogtied and daisy-chained to four strangers in a locked cell is one of those things. In the new fantasy novel, The Scale Bearers, we'll be following the unwilling adventurers Kaj, Valma, Hortensia, Gillian, and Ava as they battle the undead and try to uncover the mystery behind their kidnapping. Featuring POC-coded and LGBTQ main characters, The Scale Bearers explores how individuals react and relationships are formed during a traumatic event that kicks off a domino effect leading to an epic journey spanning the entire book series. It's got witty banter, it's got fight sequences, it's got angst, and it's got magic. The Scale Bearers is available for purchase online at Barnes & Nobles, Books A Million, Amazon, and other major bookstores both in the U.S. and internationally. If you want to support your local independent bookstore, look for The Scale Bearers on IndieBound to find it at a store near you. Visit Stories by Sweet. That's S-W-E-E-T dot com for content warnings and to read the first chapter before you buy. And uh, you know what? I had Goodrich whip up a little bit of a beat for me. So let me go ahead and throw that in here. We'll see what happens. Yes. Yes. Scale bearers. Unwilling adventurers. Solve the mystery of their kidnapping. All the while fighting the undead scale bearers. You can read about it at Barnes and Nobles or books, millions of Amazon. But you know what you could do? You could just go on over to storiesbysweet.com. That's S-T-O-R-I-E-S-B-Y-S-W-E-E-T.com. Read that first chapter. Check it out. I'm sure you're going to want to learn more. 
All right, let me get you the dates for the albums because I know you're waiting for them. That's Chaos Sauce Volume 8. We're going to have that to you on February 22nd. And the OST Volume 8 is going to be out on March 8th. Let me tell you about the upcoming schedule. Episode 86 is going to be out on March 1st. And episode 87 will be out on March 15th. Other than that, you know it's hashtag Bardcast, at BombardedCast on the social medias, BombardedCast.com if you want to check out what's on our website, Patreon.com forward slash BombardedCast for all the extra Bard bits, and thank you to my Patreon producers, Jake Bianchi, Kay Best, Kelvin Horatio, and Pat Tang Bizgar. Everyone out there, you're friggin' amazing. Thank you so much. Let's check out what these Bards are up to. Talk to you later. So here we are again. I realize this is the second like getting into the song portion where we've been like, hey, actually, update, <laughs> rewind. Well, I mean, <laughs> we're still going to do things as we should. There's just That's a little true. extra. So Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So we listened to the drums and Sprayer actually came up with a pretty great little you know, jazzy number that we put to it. And in listening to it, uh, we realized that there is percussion with this drum set that we rolled. And if it is so far back in time, like maybe Yashi's bassinators haven't been found yet. So we were thinking that maybe this is a song that Chaosos and the North Stars wrote together as like our fun (laughs) music theory group project, potentially. Because (laughs) Gareth would be playing bass, covered. Ilda would be playing percussion, covered. And then Tabitha could just like come in on either what the Aulos or like her ukulele. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, yeah. So we're thinking that. And then the rest of us could do our thing and then be a fun little like group presentation where we stand up in front of the class and have to like play our song for everybody. And (laughs) (laughs) you know what I mean? Cool. Well, we've kind of gotten it started. So let's go there now.
So the memory of the song you were playing fades and you snap back realizing you're standing at the bottom of this set of 12 stairs leading up to a closed door and the little display on the screen still kind of looking at you and says, well, if you're ready to play the game, <laughs> I see that there one, two, three members of your party that are ready to play. <laughs> yep. So get your ears ready because I'm about to play you some intervals and you just got to make sure you land on the right step. Are you ready? Ready. Ready. Yes. Good. All three people have said some. (laughs) Now let's get started. Oh, boy. Uh, fifth. A fifth. fifth. So you hear the intervals play, and as they play, you see the stairs change appearance, and they look to be in the pattern of a piano. Oh, nice. Uh, Randy. Yes. To the fifth stair. To the fifth. Well, no, technically it's not the fifth. It's the... Seventh stair, okay. It's actually the eighth stair. No, it's actually the eighth stair. (laughs) Oh, the first step is C, and the second one is C sharp. Okay. And so on, The minor second. Got it, got it. Okay, to the eighth stair. All right, to the eighth stair. I go. All right, Randy, so you start running up the stairs. You start at the first step. You go up the second step, and immediately you find yourself back at the first step again. And you hear the little display go, oh, my, you seem to not understand it. (laughs) You don't need to hit the notes between them. You need to just hit... The notes. Oh. That's one fail. Don't fail two more times. How big are these steps? Could he jump? Does he need to be thrown? Thrown? (laughs) They're like normal (laughs) steps. Are you ready for your second interval? Oh. Can we do the first one again? Nope. Okay. Uh, minor third, go, minor go, go. Oh, very nice. Do you want to go? That's not too far. Do you think you uh, can jump that or yeah. get tossed that? Or? You've got yourself about five seconds. Oh, oh. All right, I'll do oh. it. What, athletics to do this? Yeah, yeah, okay. athletics. Jump up the stairs. Two plus five, seven. <laughs> okay, with a seven, you wind up tripping up a little bit trying to jump up these stairs, and you fall short landing on the step just before the one you needed to land on. <sighs> and as your foot grazes onto the step, you find yourself teleported back to the start of the staircase. You hear the vice go, Oh my, y'all are having a real trouble with this one. You know what? Maybe I'll be nice and I just won't remember that first one since you seem to be having such an issue. Oh, great. Here, are you ready for your next interval? Yeah. Here it is. Major seven. Major seven. Yashi, can you toss me? Yeah, seriously. You've got six seconds. All right, Ah. I'm going to grab him and throw him up there to the what step, Major seven? The one right before the last one. Oh, Major (laughs) seven. The 11th. All right. Give me that athletics check. Do I do like an acrobatics check to see how well I get handled being thrown, or is it just going to be yeah, on we'll the... Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see okay. if it's necessary. Right. Uh, if it's necessary. Sure, sure, sure. Thank goodness I have a plus 13 to athletics because I rolled a three, so 16. Uh. With a 16, I'm going to say you're able to chuck Randy right up Wee. there. Randy, you have uh, some innate acrobatic ability that you just pinpoint land on this spot, and when you land, the key lights up. You hear the interval played again. The device goes, oh, great job. That's one. One out of three. Are you ready for the next one? Yes. Randy's got like passive acrobatics. Oh boy. <laughs> Try to toss. Uh, you got six seconds. Uh, Can we toss you? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Do it. All right. <laughs> Okay, that's a 14. That's good enough to get Razzle up on that tritone. Razzle, you land up there, and uh, you know what? Give me an acrobatics. It's not going to be too difficult, but landing on a step, it's not simple. I got six plus two, so eight. Hey, you know what? I'm going to give it to you Uh, with a six plus two. It's not the hardest thing in the world, but you land on that. The key lights up. You hear the interval play again. Noaz goes, 
My, oh, my. That is just amazing. <laughs> All right. Let's get this last one down, and then that door will be open for you so you can do whatever evil, nefarious things you got to do for the cult, okay? <laughs> All right. All right. Okay. Give All right. me a second. Give You're... me a second. Okay. Oh, yeah, a major second. Uh, a major second. Fantastic. Yeah. I'm just going to take a step. No, take yeah. a step. Well, you have two steps. Well, two steps. I mean, I'm going to step up to the third step. To the third yeah. step. Yeah. And for you, doing that is no issue, like skipping a couple of steps. Do you want me to do a roll just in case, Kyle? Yeah, you know, no. don't get a one. Just <laughs> do it in athletics. Yeah. Don't get a one. This is like when Yashi stretches out her hamstrings, you know, she's putting yeah, her foot right. up there like, ugh, got to get loose. Uh, well, almost. I did get a two, so. Oh, oh my gosh. So, 15. Uh, uh, yes. Okay. So, with a 15, you're able. <laughs> to like lunge step up there and hit it. The interval sounds again and the device goes, oh, congratulations. Well, it's you. a good thing you asked for that second one. You get what you ask for sometimes. Oh. So <laughs> okay, congratulations. Uh, you have passed the interval test. The door at the top opens up, swings open with a... The keys on the keyboard go back to their muted color again, and the device goes, Well, it was fun playing with you. Have fun following the whims of Paris Murr. <laughs> and the device shuts down. Onwards. You all run through the door at the top into a similar-looking room filled with a conduit housing Randy. As you cross the threshold of the door and the lights of the keyboard kind of fade away, you see that the sheen that goes around Randy fades away as well. Nice. Randy also loses that kind of stiff look that the other shadows have had and doesn't fall to his knees or hands or anything like that. Just kind of like lazily like steps out, put his hand on his forehead and like starts patting his body, looking around uh-huh. for an object. And I say, hold out your hands. <laughs> he kind of looks at you, gives like a cocked head and very warily kind of holds out his hands. And I hold out in one hand, I hold a knife. And in the other hand, I hold Joby. I say, I believe these are yours. And you see a blue smile come across the shadow's face as the shadow takes beleaguered steps towards you and kind of looks at you and reaches out both hands and wraps them around Joby and the dagger. And as you're still both holding on to these things, you notice that his hands kind of light up and the shadow turns to that blue color that we've seen happen to these others. And Shadow Randy looks at you intently in the eye and says, We are chaos sauce. <laughs> and in a flash of light bursts all of the energy from his body siphoned into the dagger and Joby, which transfer to you, Randy. You feel a rush of energy go up your arms uh-huh. and into the back of your eyeballs and you just feel them swelling and you feel like you can see the trickles of Lyarion magic that seem to flow through the metal used to make this giant instrument, the harmonium. Wow. And in a moment you realize like, I am in sync with my Lyarion magic. And now that you three have completed this, there is an aura that begins to emanate from around you three, and small orbs of magic float out of your chests and converge in the center of you, and you see it form back into the typical amorphous blob that you see your music start off on when you create a spell. And then it fractures into the three parts and floats towards your instruments and seeps into them. And you realize, I think we have one more shot at a song. Uh, one more time. Yes! Without uh, penalty. Yes, yes. All right, let's play the clean it up song and look snazzy! <laughs> <laughs> Do it. Look good for the ending, y'all. That's right. Yeah.